What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Scott and Cat After 9 podcast. I want to play something for you, and and this is just a prime example of how American Ontario politics are going. Listen to this. You are running for the political leadership of this province. Uh, I don't mean to be impertinent, but I was hoping you could explain to the people of Ontario how a bill becomes law, just step by step. Well, you know something, my friend? We, we can run through that. And I know this is a gotcha question and everything, because that, that's your game, big smile on your face. But don't worry, we're, I'm going to show you how many bills we're going to pass. We're going to pass endless bills down there. And I hope you're down there to watch the, the bills get passed. Go ahead, my friend. Next question. You know, <laughs> Well, he handled that well, i got to say. Oh, Doug did handle it well. That's a gotcha question, exactly the way he said it. And it's weird. It frustrates me because there's so many media outlets now that are running with the headline, Doug Ford won't answer a question about how bill becomes law. Doug Ford didn't answer that question because... It's a gotcha question, and it's a lose-lose proposition for Doug. Mm -hmm. Even if Doug did actually outline all of the steps involved in making a, a law, he would probably miss one little minute detail, or someone would take it and spin it in a way that it seems like he doesn't know how a mm-hmm. bill becomes a law, and he would come out of that looking stupid. And and there's so many little intricacies. I actually do know how a bill becomes a law in Ontario and federally, and it's got to go to committee, and there's going to be multiple readings, and yada, yada, yada. If Doug missed even one of those steps, people would be all over him. Oh, he wants to be the premier, and he doesn't know how a law is made. First off, you don't even know how, or you don't even have to know how a bill becomes a law because the whole thing says right on the bill, the process that it's going to follow. Well, and we know what kind of a world we live in right now. We live in such a headline-driven world. We know even from our own stuff that we put out there from our website, people only read the headline. They don't want to read the details. So yes, when they put that information out there, people will automatically come to a conclusion. And then you'll have people who aren't paying attention to the news saying, oh yeah, he doesn't know how a bill is gone. And, and you know, whatever. There's stuff about Kathleen Wynne that's out there that's probably not accurate. And there's stuff about Andrea Horvath that's out there, or then whoever the leader of the Green Party is I don't too. I think so. I think generally speaking, people seem to really like Andrea. Even people who have no intention really? of voting NDP seem to like her. It gets a little more more polarized now that the campaign itself is on. Now people start to to play the hate game, even though they don't really hate. And and even if Kathleen Wynne loses, there will be people who feel sorry for her when she does the walk of shame out of Queens Park on her last day. No, like, but I oh, she wasn't you. that bad. She'll be fine either way, everybody. Oh, she'll be fine. She'll be just. Great. She's made so many friends doing what she's done. <laughs> she'll be fine. <laughs> All I'm saying is, um, is that Doug Ford. A, doesn't need to know specifically how a bill becomes a law. I believe that he does know, and that was a ridiculous question to ask. That person only asked that to try and get the headline, like you were saying, and and they wanted to make him look stupid. They were hoping to catch him in a Donald Trump-like moment. If you ask Donald Trump, how does a bill become a law? He, I believe, still does not understand how a bill becomes a law in the U.S. Doug, I think, gets it. Passed a lot of laws at Queen's Park, or sorry, at City Hall, and he wants to pass them at, at Queen's Park. So, unfair question. Great answer. Good. We're into the election campaign now. This is what, day two? Officially yeah, day two, day and two. it feels like it's been going on for a year oh, and a I half? I know, I know. I didn't. Uh, and this is when the attack ads really start. Attack ads piss me off. I just hate them. The ones that are on social media are the ones that bug me. I'll see sponsored ads on Instagram mm-hmm. every now and again about the thousands of nurses that Doug Ford is going to fire. 
Doug Ford's not firing any nurses. He wants to find four cents of savings on every dollar. And instantly, the other sides have taken that and said, oh, he's going to cut, he's going to fire. No, not necessarily. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you can find four cents on most dollars, not every dollar, but most dollars that you can save. So if you can save four cents, great. Is it uh, in the electricity bills? I'm sure the hydro rates have gone up at Ontario Structures, just like ours have. Is it in the, the amount of spending? Is it in wherever? Four cents on every dollar. That does not mean that because he wants to do that, he's going to fire half the nurses in Ontario and close half of the hospitals. It's simply not accurate. Um, I'm going to go ahead and ask the question that people listening to the podcast are maybe thinking as they're listening to you talking. And you can answer or not answer. Are you voting for Doug Ford for the Premier of Ontario? Because it sounds like you're swaying more toward Doug Ford, maybe a little bit Andrew Horvath, but more Doug Ford is who you're going for. I know it's not Kathleen. I know it's not Kathleen. As far as who I'm going to vote for. (laughs) No, here's the thing. I have been, and I think most people assume this, a conservative, right-leaning person for a long, long, long time. When Patrick Brown was elected leader of the Ontario PC party, Mm -hmm. I checked out. I told Patrick Brown to his face twice. I am not voting conservative. And you're the reason why. Now that Patrick's gone, I don't know, because I really had made up my mind that this was going to be the first time I ever voted NDP. I thought, I like Andrea, and uh, frankly, I don't think it can get any worse. So, uh, maybe it could. <laughs> but I was yeah. going to vote NDP. Now, I'm really, I'm an undecided voter at this point. What I don't like is the spin and the nonsense. And and we've got some people that are on television and that write newspaper columns in this country that really aren't smart people. They're not. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't understand why... So many people trust those journalists to deliver accurate, well, fair, balanced information. They get, It's a clickbait world that we live in, too, right? A lot of these people, they just want the hits, the hits on their websites or social media, whatever the case is, that's all they want. So the headline is what drives people to the click. And if the headline reads, Doug Ford doesn't know how to pass a bill or how a bill is passed in, in Ontario, then that's going to get them clicks, which is why they go down to the sneaky, slimy things that a lot of these media outlets do. Here's the thing. Because it is so polarizing right now, because everybody's got an opinion and they feel strongly, you either love Doug Ford or you hate Doug Ford or you're insistent that the NDP deserve a chance this time, however you feel about it. I don't think the polls are even close to accurate because when people phone and say, we'd like to know if you've made a decision about who you're going to vote for in the upcoming provincial election. I think people either lie or don't answer the question because there's a lot of people who don't want to tell someone else who they're going to vote for this time around, Mm -hmm. either because they're embarrassed or they don't want to get into a debate. And that includes with the pollsters that'll phone your home or send you an email survey or whatever. So there's Doug Ford voters out there that are not going to admit they're a no. Doug Ford voter. And There's people who are going to vote for Kathleen Wynne, that but are won't not admit saying it. it. Of course. And don't forget, like the polls, I, I never really pay attention to polling at all. I never pay attention. I don't really, I'll usually opt out as well, if given the chance to opt out of something, which, I, which we are. We all can take part, don't have to. But look back to the, I mean, you mentioned the Donald Trump thing. Remember the polls before Donald Trump was elected? Yep. Every poll said that he wasn't going to get it, and then people were shocked that he got it. And it was late at night, too. They woke up and got the news first thing in the morning, and some people didn't believe it. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. no Recount! That, I, it can't be. Yeah. In all fairness, though, the polls were somewhat accurate with Trump in that he didn't get the majority of the votes. He just happened to win in the electoral college system that they have. And we do have a yes. similar system here. I mean, whoever yeah. wins the most ridings 
gets the most seats, thus becomes the premier because they're the leader of the party with the most seats. However, if it was a popular vote, Doug Ford would probably win this by a landslide, I would think. If you just voted for a leader, Andrea Horvath would probably be the next premier of Ontario because her likability numbers are so much higher than Kathleen Wynne and Doug Ford. She's got to be frustrated, by the way, sitting over there in the cheap seats, Mm -hmm. third place in the polling, saying, hey, look over here. What about me? Do you like orange? This is it. (laughs) Come on, please. For the love of all that is good. Have you made up a decision? Yeah, I have. I won't say what it is, but yeah, I've made up my mind. But now I'm in a unique spot, and I think more people need to get out there and get to know these candidates because I have met – actually, I haven't met Kathleen Wynne personally, but I don't need to because I know what Kathleen Wynne is about because I've lived in Kathleen Wynne's world. So I know what that's about. So I feel like my knowledge is there. I know what's going on here. I've met Andrea Horvath in person, met Doug Ford many, many times in person. I like to get the vibe from them in person. I've done that, and I made my decision based on that. Interesting. Have you gone to meet with your local candidate yet? No, I don't even know who my local candidates are. Oh. I have no clue. So, no clue, because I don't care, because at the end of the day, what's on the ballot, I will just be voting for who I want to lead the province. Okay, so I am in a somewhat unique situation in that I'm really torn between the NDP and the PCs. However, I don't even know who my NDP candidate mm-hmm. is in Milton. I know, however, though, that even though I have no interest in voting for Kathleen Wynne, I really like Indira Nadu Harris, who's the education minister, and she's my member of provincial Uh-oh. parliament. I went this and met is why with her. I hate our elected. I hate the system that we have for that reason. Well, I, and it's weird because when I had decided I won't vote for the PCs with Patrick Brown, I went and had a meeting with Indira, and she was a lovely lady, and she seems to be very good at what she does. The problem is, is that a vote for her is a vote for Kathleen Wynne, and I do happen to like my. PC candidate, Parm Gill, but I haven't decided if I'm voting PC yet. So it's really a conflicting hmm. situation. I can tell you, though, this will be the first campaign in since I turned 18 where there will not be a sign on my lawn. I don't want to have that debate with the neighbors this year. You usually put a sign on your lawn? I always have a sign on my lawn. Whoa! Yeah. Always. Good for you. I would never do that. Oh, not a chance. Well, it's so hell. easy, though. You just go to the, the the candidate's website, and you can just fill out a little I form. I would and they... never want it. Oh, I don't, don't care if it. they come to my door, knock on the door, and say hi, and I'm friends with them. Get that shit off my lawn. Why don't you want the no. sign? Are you paying me? No. 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 Get the shit off my lawn. I don't care who it is. I don't care if my mom ran. I'm not putting your fucking sign on my lawn. I don't know. Fucking kids can stay off the lawn, too. Well, you're at it. How's your lawn look? I'm making a nice lawn. (laughs) It's nice. We'll see you next time, everybody.